0: so hi everybody today we have mr tarun jami he is the founder of green jam Uh, this company is into development of uh, carbon and negative building materials basically trying to neutralize and lower down the overall impact that carbon has in the environment and i'll ask him to define it more in detail so Tarun, thank you for joining us on our podcast today thanks thank you so uh, you know we have this podcast series uh, as we were talking earlier that you know uh, we talk with like-minded individuals and entrepreneurs who have spent a good amount of time in the industry mm-hmm. and uh, Of course, they have a length and breadth of experience behind their back and what they can give back to the young people who Are listening to them and the reasons behind their drive and their motivation so coming to the meat of the matter I like you to answer in a very crisp word uh, What is your core drive? Why exactly do you do this? What do you do and what is your core motivation and? Uh, just give me give me an answer to these two things.
1: Um, interestingly, it was very recently that I had this uh, introspection with myself, okay. um, and what surprised even me was that at the end of it all, I'm not trapped or That's 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 oh, essentially it. I just want to leave. A mark. Um, I just want to put my brand on this world.
0: Okay, okay. But putting a brand, but putting a brand, you know, there are multitude of manners and ways and especially a well-researched, a well learned person like you have, of course, definitely you must have thought of different things that you can do, Uh, but you stuck to something that is, in my words, a difficult path that, in my word, is not the well-tretched path and something that is not a fad. Sure. Right. So what makes you walk that line? That's what I want to know. You want to leave a mark, but why do you walk that line? That's what I want to know.
1: I'll go a little back, Please, I'll take 10 seconds extra. So when you look at how Jayadi Tata started Tata Group, the reason that he did it was because Jayadi? Jamshedji. Yeah. Jayadi Tata was... Sorry. Jamshedji Tata. I... Jayadi. Yeah. Yeah. Jayadi was the sixth. Right. Sorry. So when Jamshedji Tata started the Tata Group, the whole idea was to, because that's when India was getting built. So mm. that's when you had to uh, bring, you had to be at the helm of industrial revolution. Yeah. Right. Now the entire world is built. Mm. What's next? Okay. We've essentially done a massive amount of industrial revolution. Huh. We've taken resources. We've yeah. uh, built whatever we had to build. Mm. And then we did it at a manner where now human existence itself has gotten very organized. Mm. So we've reached a point where uh, men live until 65 70 yeah. previously it was i think before independence it was somewhere around 30. No, 40, the 40, average, 45, average lifespan of yeah. uh, men before independence mm. was about mm. uh, 30. so now that we've been able to achieve so much uh, we've had the time to sit back and introspect and look at the world and the damage mm. that has been left behind mm. so um what would then so there's a unique opportunity Mm. So now, what is actually, and and here's the opportunity opportunity to remake the world. Okay. To essentially repair the damage that repair the
0: damage done. that we have done.
1: So many most companies that look at sustainability that work in the uh, mm. area of climate change essentially are working in terms of adaptation and resilience. Okay. Essentially, saying that mm. the planet is screwed, mm. so whatever effects of climate change happen, you mm. have to Counter-end adapt growth. to it. Yeah. So you should essentially Counter-end not be uh, impacted mm. by these ill effects. Mm. But what I'm doing is, I'm trying to reverse climate change. Okay. So, um, and I think there's no better way to uh, leave a brand behind mm. than as the uh, person who has uh, been able to reverse climate change or has yeah. left the earth better than uh, what it was into. when then they entered into. Yeah, when we were born on it.
0: Yeah. No, so, you know, your larger push, as I can understand you somebody who's l- seeing you talk, is you want to leave a mark? Uh, on the planet you want to make a dent in the planet and while making leaving a mark you want to leave it in a very very positive manner and uh, impacting the world that you the way you saw it and you know rechanging it essentially rebuilding it by you know working on the core materials that define the world that you live in right oh absolutely and uh, you know i being somebody who comes from an architecture background you know i can sympathize and i can you know be feeling what's a there's a there's a sense of pride in talking to somebody who is actually working in that line not for just for the fame mm. and the things that come along with that just for the main idea and the overall core crux value that this thing offers you at green jam um, what does the company do in general, in a more defined manner, and how do you guys are tackling the overall mission of reversing climate change? Please define.
1: Sure. So there are numbers to it. Obviously, uh, mm. we want to be responsible for removing 10% of global CO2. That's your I main vision. That's the that's the end that's the mission. That's that's what we yeah. want to do. Yeah. I mean, um, that's when, a huge mission, Do you know, Taran, that's a huge mission. It is yes. Um, when equivalent
0: the, to something that Musk is having, you know, settling on Mars. That's equivalent to that, I guess.
1: I mean, that comes from a completely different school of thought i don't subscribe to it but um, the the idea is this right i mean when the world does not need green jams anymore mm. um, we've been successful at what we have done okay and all that it needed were just 10 such companies yeah to bring the world to carbon zero yeah and that is possible okay uh, there are pathways mm. uh, which will make it possible okay um and also it's the time for India is now and everything. So, mm. I mean, uh, no better uh, nationality to lead, that sort of a change and everything. Okay. Um, but then at Green Jams, it's very simple. What we do, we make carbon negative building materials. Mm. So because this is the larger mission, everything mm. that we do has mm. to be carbon efficient. Carbon efficient. Okay. So that means uh, everything that we do has to mitigate uh, mm. climate change. Has to. Mm. Capture carbon so that you're having that the uh, mitigating yeah. effect on climate change or at least the reversal effect on climate mm. change. So uh, we chose uh, This class of building materials called vegetal concretes, mm. which essentially are made using two components. Mm. You have the biomass yeah. which includes things like paddy straw. Yeah. because of which there is massive air pollution mm. in Delhi uh, Baga's cotton stocks and so on all of these major crop residues that yeah. don't really have much use. Yeah, and Leftovers. Then, leftover essentially. That's why Residue. Um, and then a Mineral Binder mm. that, again, is compatible with mm. this and also 100% upcycled. Mm. So the trade name that we go by is Agrocrete. That's Agrocrete. a flagship innovation. Okay. And... Uh, despite the game-changing world-changing vision that i have at this point at least i have to become a part of the system before i change the system okay and the lowest hanging fruit that uh, we discovered is uh, to enter the market to at least put the product out in the market in the form of a brick or block okay so it's a, in effect it's a material mm-hmm. so it's a concrete mm-hmm. that can be molded into anything
0: okay at least for me basically well, giving a soluble material that i can mold into anything
1: Something like that. So mm-hmm. it's a moldable material. It's malleable. So you can do anything mm-hmm. that you want with mm-hmm. it. But at this stage, we're making bricks and blocks out of it so mm-hmm. that um, it's easier. The risk is low, the mm-hmm. uh, the liability is low. Okay. So I mean, you use the building, mm-hmm. uh, you use the material, you yeah. make a building, you live in it, yeah. you experience the difference and you mm-hmm. want to come back for mm-hmm. more. What kind of adaptability are we having with the bricks that you're making? Across? It's been quite excellent. Um, uh, s- Logical the way that the world works. I mean, it's mm. the affluent who can uh, yeah. afford newer materials. That must be
0: costlier than normal bricks no, that we have.
1: No, in fact, the USP is that we're able to le- reduce construction costs by up to 50%. Oh. Um, wow, how do you do that? So, uh, here's what we offer. Uh-huh. Uh, Agrocrete is as yeah. strong as your regular burnt clay bricks, uh-huh. but it's 60% lighter.
0: Uh, The overall net weight of the so
1: because of which we are able to make larger block sizes. Mm. We reduce the amount of uh, cement mortar by Mm. sixty percent. We reduce the amount of labor. So Mm. labor productivity increases by two point five times. In fact, um, I'm able to lay
0: the same bricks much more faster.
1: Exactly. So two Mm. and a half times, and then uh, Mm. like in a day, it's massive. Essentially,
0: you are reducing the labor cost, the labor time, and the material that goes into the materials also. Yeah. and the blocks itself are uh, what kind of a knowledge learning do, uh, do we need to give to normal because most of the laborers who do that is uh, they are they are not, not as educated and everything so and they have to you know cut through bricks normal if you talk about burnt clay bricks we have to cut through bricks and you know we have to pour pipes through them so what the material
1: that you are making is it compatible with all the normal tools and things that these guys these laborers and masons have Ex- uh, exact same i mean even an unskilled mason mm. or look at a mason who has mm. more than 40 40 years of experience yeah. worked with both kinds yeah and both of them have been able they to understand that pretty well they are, both of them have been able to produce the same quality okay uh, and have been able to build uh, the buildings in the exact same way that they were and when you
0: talk about the resilience of the buildings that uh, are built with the products that you are offering so how are they compatible like let's even talk about brick uh, column buildings RCC buildings so your material is compatible with everything that is, goes down in the main
1: uh, code. Absolutely. There's absolutely zero difference in mm. the entire uh, okay, construction adaption. process. Okay. So I mean, you simply mm. replace your burnt layer brick and you put agrocrete, and that's it. Agrocrete. Yeah. And we are it. essentially
0: getting fifty percent reduction in the overall uh, cost of the project. Cost of that wall. Cost of that wall. Yeah. And uh, I recently kicked on to the adaptability. So can you give me some metrics on? Adaptability Cha market may sure. So
1: uh, last year we were doing only ten lakhs of sale, this year we'll be closing at a crore. So that's about ten okay. X uh, growth in okay. the business that we've been in. And doing. who are the who are,
0: who are the larger buyers? Uh, are these the corporates or are they like typical uh, you know, brick shop guys and who are you know who want to experiment with the product? Because I guess for somebody to replace because I understand if you wanna convince somebody to replace concrete blocks and burnt clay bricks with your product, it, it's gonna take a
1: lot of time. I guess that's what that's my call is. What, what what do you wanna say? this so for us the way that we've been able to open doors is through the sustainability aspect mm. and then there's also the lure of 50% lower that's construction that's a, cost.
0: that's a, that's a bigger lure I guess that's, the,
1: that's actually the biggest lure yes yeah I mean uh,
0: at this See, point, you are motivated by the fact to kill climate change but most people are not The not that's on the driving force. But when you tell, if you tell me me as an architect that uh, you know you, I am giving you something that will reduce your overall construction cost by
1: fifty percent, I'll really think over that. Oh my God, this is doing that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So that essentially is the biggest lure. Mm. But then, uh, what is very interesting is uh, I I have right now about two thousand five hundred leads in my. Wow. Uh, this, yeah.
0: So you so you're scaling, you're scaling pretty good.
1: We are. So at least the traction that mm. we've been able to generate is pretty awesome. Um, mm. Out of those 2,500 leads that I have, qualified ones would be somewhere around 70 crore rupees worth of um, mm. uh, actual. I mean, today if I can, if I supply, mm. I mean, they would convert.
0: That's nice. That's
1: the sort of um, yeah uh, leads that I have. Yeah. Out of which. Uh, interestingly, ninety percent are here because of the lower construction cost. Yeah. But there's a ten percent they who believe in idea, who believe in the sustainability uh, mm. aspect, okay. and other ones who actually do not ask us enough questions okay. about cost. They don't um, not about so strength, durability, all of those yeah. aspects yeah. are definitely yeah. there. So yeah. those we've those we answer and right I,
0: at honestly, the I feel that you know sustainability will become a very large part of the overall mechanism of how construction is done. And it most people to. will have to buy into that even if they want it or they don't want it. Yeah. In architecture, I don't know whether you know it, there is a, there is a lead guidelines and the Griha guidelines that we offer. And there yeah. are clients even with Space 5 where, you know, we the clients ask us that please follow Griha guidelines when you design my house. Yeah. So the, the community at large is buying into the idea of, you know, being on the ship of being on sustainability rather yeah. than being on the other north side of the game. Exactly. So, okay, having learned about, you know, what you do at Green Jam, uh, as we, we were talking, you mentioned about the, the, the there's been a long, stroll journey in the overall game uh, i want to know uh, in in a very clear cut manner uh, how did you stay in the game for this long because the startup culture that we have in our country is something that is um, obsessed with tech tech and tech and most of the startups are doing something that is converting something that existed in physics physical terms converting it into an tech term or they're doing something with sas and pass or something like that but what you're doing is um, you know, totally something that is einsteinian i guess something uh, that is total scientific entrepreneurship you have a scientific stuff that can impact the world you're mixing some business into it making some money out of that and that's changing the game how did you stay in this for this long for past eight damn years how did you stay in this game
1: was nothing else that was more appealing, <laughs> simple as that. More attractive. Yeah, there, there was nothing else that appealed to me more. I mean, I didn't want to go to a job. I didn't want to uh, move into tech. I mean, there are a lot of opportunities that come by, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah.
1: Um, the, it's not like I don't have the skills. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's not like, you know, people want me to come and solve problems for them. It's just that I don't find them, at least most problems to be worthy enough my time. I'm already okay. on, a, on something and yeah. I have to bring this to the market. Yeah. I do have a certain amount of uh, moral. You know, what you just said is literally psychedelic. Do you know that? It's, it's, <laughs> it's
0: literally psychedelic. You know, somebody telling me, an entrepreneur telling me that there was nothing as appealing as what I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. It's like something was something but I was high on something. Nothing is as appealing as I'm already doing. So, you know, if that becomes your driving force and that makes you kick for, you know, past eight years and still you're on the game and with as much excitement, you know, that really means a lot. Nowadays, uh, I have also, see, I'm not as um, uh, whatever, but uh, I have had the chance to sit with a lot of people who start work and and I, I, I have myself hail from an old shit business family. So, oh, what we learned from our forefathers is that they don't, they never quit businesses as quickly as... Yeah, today's generation does. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, if I know, if I'm, I I can be wrong, but you know, I have seen uh, in the past three four years the industry has changed this way. It's it's a fad that you you make a startup, you raise a abundant amount of funds at high amount of valuations. If the sink, if the ship goes fine, it's fine. If it sinks, it's fine. You know, we uh, do you think that the overall industry is going down a path where we are not really impacting something for better? Do you think that? I think that. I mean. It's interesting because, um, you know, my, my dad often says that her current most industry that we are, you know, that I see and I think about are basically paint jobs on what already exists. You for know, sure. It's
1: just a paint job on something already exists. Yeah, definitely. 100%. But then uh, look at NPCI. Mm. Um, look at Paytm. Yeah. Look at Zomato. I yeah. mean, NPCI is a profit-making com- uh, company, that will leave mm. aside. But then you look at Paytm or... Uh, Zomato for that matter, yeah. these are loss making companies. Loss-making companies, but you can't really ignore the impact they have. Right? They have an impact. The amount of livelihoods that they've been able to definitely. create, the definitely. amount of financial inclusion that they've been able definitely. to bring. Definitely, definitely. So those are things that you can't really put a number on. So what we can
0: say is, you know, we, we, need, we need a very equivalent soup. We need companies like these to exist, you know, which provide livelihood and Im- who provide economic liberalization to, you know, let's say the people who are not in the ra- right strata. So let's say we we'll talk about delivery boys for Zomato. So they're not as educated and they don't have regular pay jobs. And by going into that they are able to earn some money and you know make their ends meet. But then we need companies like Green Jam, who are really impacting and changing the game and putting the story of India forward. And I'm honestly very interested in the story of India, the oh, way sure. this economy is shaping. So What is your take on this? You know how are how is India in in larger sense? Because I feel entrepreneurship in general is carving the story of India.
1: I think it always has. Mm-hmm. Um, like the there are there are quite a few of these infographics that keep popping up right mm. I mean, where India was at one point contributing to more than 38 uh, percent of it definitely uh, the global yeah. GDP yeah and now it's come down to such a small amount yeah um, I think going forward again I mean it's just that the resources that we uh, traded with the world would probably not be the same but mm. then we do have something going for us we do have yeah. um, I mean, you know, I of feel,
0: uh, uh, you know, living through this time, I feel that there is this sense of urgency that this generation has. I feel that some sort of an urgency is there that I sense.
1: See, I'm not sure urgency is the answer to everything. Mm. Um, I mean, I at least like to think through everything that I do. Mm. Uh, sure. I not, mean, a, not a lot of people think like that. Yeah. A, that that's true, and and that that also would could potentially mean that you do um end up making mistakes along the way yeah. the, the entire reason that you know uh, there's been a rat race yeah and the rat race essentially led to yeah. where the world is right now yeah. was simply because not enough people sat down and thought it through yes had they sat down and thought it through yeah. we yeah. wouldn't have had the ford model of uh manufacturing lines definitely you right. wouldn't have uh the green revolution we in don't punjab have we, don't have we would have probably done this yeah. for the entire country and said that this is the goal that india has yeah. now states come up and contribute Ki,
0: why did i touch on this topic is the reason because you are working in sustainability in everything in life be it business be it anything that you do if you eliminate a little bit of urgency and you're a little bit more cautious about what we are doing we're basically being sustainable in our life's efforts three things that you would like to of course you can't teach somebody but three things that you would like to Tell to our audience um, who want to be entrepreneurs in the future three things that they must hook
1: onto if they want to make successful
0: businesses from your experience something that I cannot get in Atomic
1: Habits something that I cannot <laughs> find in other books. No, I'm not. Um, no, I'm not going to give you from books. But then there's also another thing I actually want to teach people. Uh, maybe at a later time I would want to take no, up a job. I can. Right I, can no, I can totally see a professor vibe in do you. you know, I can see. Oh, that. You do? Okay. Oh, definitely. Uh, I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so uh the first thing i mean since we were yeah. talking about this i think the first and foremost is to think calm sit, down calm sit, down think. and think it through
0: and i have interviewed so many people on the podcast nobody has me this thing yeah so hats off to you for saying that
1: okay thank you yeah. and second look at the third order effects most people never look beyond the first order and second order and they uh-huh. think that i'm uh-huh. sorted
0: here
1: uh-huh. explain go, third order go. so um okay i'll go back to uh, architecture again and uh, housing right so yeah. uh, when you look at a mango tree
0: yeah
1: it's quite interesting right mm. so uh, why does a mango tree give mangoes mm. it's essentially a form of reproduction so yeah. it wants its progeny to grow yeah it wants more mango trees to happen yeah so that is why it essentially has so many mangoes yeah but 200 mangoes a na? i mean it would have more trees and every year wo hai. and then yeah. every year it would have like one 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 more yeah tree. yeah um, and that could it could multiply that way. Yeah. But the reason it actually gives us two hundred mangoes is simply because it's essentially nurturing an ecosystem. Yeah. You look at a mango tree. Uh-huh. You have mango orchard. Uh-huh. You have. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when you look at the the remaining effects right mm. it's providing shelter to the animals it's giving f- nutrition to worms third order it's, effects these are third order effects so it's essentially there is not the third order effects the second order effects are these key okay. shelter and the nutrition there soil better kar raha it's hmm jiske wajah se the fruits fall down the soil gets better and the third order effect is because the soil gets better it is now able to well um, make its roots big be- better Lovely. Uh, Lovely. bring its nutrition back but also the um all the other life around it survives and yeah, thrives the ecosystem that survives the eco. so it basically develops an ecosystem yeah so normally new businesses don't really think about things that the way. third order effects the third order effects uh, that that's going to be a catchphrase do you know yeah? that's okay. going to
0: be a catchphrase
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i can write an entire, entire, entire blog on this
1: okay. the,
0: the third order effects of running businesses yeah what's the third thing that you want to teach
1: uh so this is something that I... Uh, and I'm going to
0: ping you after 20 years, and I want to see whether your idea
1: stick or not. I'm, I mean, I hope that we stay in touch for sure. Yeah. And I hope that you don't have to ping me uh-huh. to see the effect uh, oh, that my wow. company has wow. had on the <laughs> world. Um, uh, no, but the third thing, this is something that I uh, personally wish someone told me yeah. a very long time ago. Um, uh, it's very simple, right? I mean, uh, I was a very talented kid. Mm-hmm. Because of it, I didn't have to work hard in school. Okay. I wasn't challenged enough. So as I grew up, uh, at least during my engineering and uh, master's and all of those days, I was very uninspired. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually have... Um, yeah, something that really kicked you. That, that really, I mean, mm. wanted me to work. And I was never trained in the joys of um, doing the boring shit. Okay. And that's one thing which... Wow no one really talks about an entrepreneurship, right? I mean, you you have 20% of your time is exciting, but the remaining 80% is extremely boring. Total boring shit, total boring shit. Put your grind to it. Not a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Had I known this before, I probably would have done a lot more, lot many more things better.
0: Yeah. Not a lot of people talk about the, you know, the main thing that goes behind the showbiz of, you know, the glamour of entrepreneurship.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. for
0: sure. There is going to be clerical work, there's going to be onboarding work, there's going to be pitfalls, and all those things are defined as boring works. Yeah. And if you're not willing to put your hustle into boring work, I don't think so, you will be a successful entrepreneur, whatever you may even try. Yeah. Right? Or writing quotations.
1: <laughs> yeah, writing
0: quotations. <laughs> Putting a photo of Steve Jobs and Elon Musk on a cabin.
1: <laughs> no, no, like sending quotations, price quotations to your customers. <laughs> that's, that's like extremely boring. <laughs> 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 I do <laughs> address <laughs> likhna naam yeah like, it's just yeah. rote uh, yeah. routine work yeah. which is
0: yeah. yeah yeah so you know uh, it's it's uh, talking to you it's it's very you know uh, it's, 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 a, it's a learning thing to talk to you because um, uh, coming from architecture and somebody who's very passionate about changing the changing the world changing the climate for good uh, hats off and please carry forward and bring that you will inspire a lot of people i hope so Maybe not, not businesses, maybe designers, maybe architects. Yes. Let's say, you know, uh, maybe your work will question an architect like me who makes luxury villas to think, oh my God, I should be a little sustainable in the work uh, <laughs> that we are doing. And that's, a, that's, that's an excellent, excellent thing to do. Thank it's you so an much excellent much thing to next. do. Yeah. I don't know why, how much money will it make for you. I don't know about that. But uh, definitely one thing for, is going great for you is that you are gonna attract a lot of good vibes along the way because you're impacting the world for good.
1: Now right. So. Now, now, getting
0: back point. to the work that we do at Map My House. Um, so, at Map My House, we are essentially developing a system where uh, our larger goal is to provide the larger commune of designers with more regular work. So for that, we have three verticals. We are onboarding credible designers uh, onto our search engine so that great people can connect with them, provide them with work. We are providing a vertical for services where they can avail regular services like house planning, interior designing, consultancy and everything. There is a vertical number two. And then there's an e-commerce. So where, you know, designers can retail their plans, retail their design. That's my overall goal and that's what I started with five. Yeah. by the end of the podcast you know um i i often ask the person that i'm interviewing to give me a tagline for my for map, my house okay so i'll tell you the tagline right now okay what the, the tagline that we have right now so when we promote it, we said okay okay so architect the interior designer and the that's our tagline okay and we said that whatever you want to do is mmh Okay, so Map My House is MMH, that's a a lingo that we use. Right, and uh, I would like you, Mr. (laughs) Mr. Taranjani, to give us a tagline for Map My House. And uh, if that gets attracted by a lot of people, I can make it the main tagline that goes along for the long haul. So you might be that guy who gives us the swoosh logo for nike <laughs> <laughs> and essentially i want a tagline from you largely because you as you told you have been a very talented person so i don't want to know that
1: no 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 um as an i am, and all my talent got over in school only no 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 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: um, i need a tagline from you
1: yeah i'm, I'm thinking
0: i'm thinking Yeah, please do that no we don't we do have a video we want 30 20 seconds or thing you know i i don't want you to think so much so you know you gotta go a tagline
1: okay Agreed. um that's a big pause. That's a big... I, like I said, I mean, I calm down and I think it through. <laughs> do, that, do, that. do you want some meditation music behind you? Like some Nirvana music no, behind good. you? Um, okay. Um, your house. Okay. Um, one portal, something like that. Your house, one window. Uh,
0: your house, one window. Okay. I'll, I'm not, I'll not edit this. M.M.H., okay. <laughs> like your house, one window.
1: Yeah, I okay. guess that's, that's.
0: Okay, your house, one window. Okay, that's very intellectual, very, very intellectual, very deeply, you
1: know. Yeah, you I mean, have to think it through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think I get it. In Are you into meditation? Though. Are you into meditation? Do you do that? I do once in a while, yeah. Once in a while. Okay. All then right. I All the fine. I was so, last
0: uh, so, one of the rare um, uh, different kind of uh, podcast sessions that we have had with Tarun, somebody who is impacting the world for better, who has a large, you know, vision to eliminate 10% of world's carbon footprint and, um, you know, essentially impact the world with his work to better and reverse essentially the climate change. And uh, thank you for joining us on our podcast. And I guess you're words of wisdom and intellectualism might have had a good impact on the audience, especially the three things that you told, which were not at all bookish and something that I can sense that a person who has gathered a length and breadth of experience often says those things. And uh, thank you for sharing those three one-liners with us.
1: I guess somebody can really buy into those. Yeah, unfortunately they weren't one-liners. there were more paragraphs. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: for me they were one-liners. Now, so I have to promote my podcast on those lines. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> thank you, Tarun. I guess Thanks. the feelings are mutual. thank
1: you Pleasure you so much.
0: for joining us. Thank you. Thank